let's get ready to throw down. <laughs> so recently some, someone was trying to sell to me, right? And I don't think they did a really good job of understanding that I am different than they are, right? Cause they kept pushing, right? And as a C I've already done the majority of my research before I talked to a salesperson, but I also don't like that pressure. And so he just kept pushing, trying to close me, trying to close me, he trying was to a close D, me. Correct? Uh, he's probably an ID, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and so for him, it's just like, Hey, you don't trust me. Like, well, let's just go. And he doesn't under, he wasn't taking into consideration. I don't know if he knows it or not, but he wasn't taking into consideration that my buying process is going to be different. And so you have to be knowledgeable about that. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So it's not enough to know where you are, right? You've got to be able to, you know, flex and shift and understand that other people need certain things before they're going to buy. Right. When you put a bunch of pressure on me or you try to like over rapport or, you know, do these things that some, yeah, John, I know exactly what you're going through. No, you don't like, it, it, it bothers me a lot. And so there's little things like that. So today we're talking about how to figure out what the other person is, how to do that. And then what happens once you know, well, you bring up a, a you know, your story brings to mind, you know, we've all been to restaurants and eaten out and had weight service and we've had good and bad and there, but my good, maybe you're bad. Maybe yep. I want a lot of information. I want to understand about the specials and you know what you want because you've already looked at the menu online and you just want them to take your order, get it back to the kitchen, get it back to the table. Absolutely. Right. So it, this, this is very similar to that, I think. Yeah. You know, it's kind of this like standard procedure now when you go to the restaurant and they say, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'll be taking care of you. Yeah. And it's such like a canned response. And I always think it's funny because if I see you across the restaurant and I'm like, Hey Jim, yeah, I'm the asshole. You're the right. Asshole. So why, why are you even telling me your name? You know, <laughs> and true. I've worked in some restaurants and they tell you like, Hey, don't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, at the, at the higher end of the dining, you know, because it's like, this is not about you. This is about their, sure. their environment and stuff like this. And like, be seen, not heard and are. all these yeah. things and everything yeah. else. But then all like the fast casual, all the chilly stuff. It's like these people are trying too hard to have too much personality. Well, and to that point, it's, it's interesting because uh, if, I've seen this. I think all of us done this. <laughs> like, hey, Jim, nice to meet you. I'm I'm Al, and the guy's like, uh, okay. What do you? So <laughs> so you instantly recognize this is horseshit. Now the people that are like, hey, nice to meet you. What are you guys doing here, right? Right. It's that that. How are you doing today, right? You, you separate personality so quickly, right there. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, as an S, I often feel obligated to say, well, hi. You know, I want to engage because I feel like they're wanting to engage, but they don't give a crap. Well, well, if they're wanting to, that's a different scenario, but you don't know until you've figured that out. And you can't figure that out just in the tonality of, you know. Well, it's it's like when you're out and and you see someone, you're like, how's it going? You don't really care. Right. And so it's an introduction. Yeah, exactly. It's like a social norm. Pick a a better introduction. Exactly. Like, right. The uh, Chili's used to do this a lot. I don't know if they'd still do, or maybe I don't recognize anymore, but they used to ask you, Hey, welcome into Chili's. What brought you in today? Like that was a cool little intro because okay. I like that. I know, hate that. No, because no, I'm hungry. Maybe you're not right. Maybe I'm hunger to, and fear. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm here to drink seven El Presidentes. Okay. Right. So, I, but I like it because it's not, it, it just, it's kind of a soft introduction and you could go a million ways. What with it, brought right? you in today? So, to the sales point of like, Hey, why'd you make this phone call today? You know, like I, I, I like that for whatever reason. Just- the, uh, sorry. Um, I was waiting tables once and I'd kind of fallen into some of the ruts that are like normal. Right. You know? And so you, it appears that someone is done eating, you know, when you go up and you say, Hey, are you still working on that? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's kind of a dumb question anyway. And I never really realized it, but one time I'm like, Hey, you still working on that? He's like, no, I'm still enjoying it though. And I was like, and you yes, learn a you, lot about life just hanging out at a restaurant absolutely. or being on wait Al has been completely irritating oh. at times with well, some of the, what, what I really despise is when somebody says, hey, let me know when you're ready for me to get that out of your way. Like, hey, fuck you. This is your job, not mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to work here, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, here are your signal flags, yeah. right? Signal me signal Have me you down. been timing my bites? And, uh, set, you know, well, yeah, you can get your point early, like, Hey, Jim, I'm ready. Yeah. Now I'm an asshole. Yeah, and then you're going to go in the back and you're going to spend my food. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. So but, often I feel like I have to go. Slow down. I want to enjoy this meal. I don't want speed eating. Well, but know? but that that goes back to knowing that audience because there are people that are there to eat, get their check, and get back to work or whatever yeah. was going on in their world. How do you pick that up? 
Yeah. How do like you? In a, as a wait step, you've got a whole whopping five seconds to figure out who you're dealing with. Right. Yeah. And in sales, sometimes you have the same situation. Well, networking gatekeepers event. and things like five yeah. seconds. So yeah. how do you, what do you do? Is it, you know, in this example of the, the waiter, waitress staff, is it something that they've ordered? The way they've ordered it, the tonality that they took with you. I, th- I think it's it's, it's, it's the, the verbiage and tonality and their body language. Mm-hmm. I, if you take all that in, at least you're getting you're beginning to pick up on nonverbal clues. Because if you're just going verbally, you're a greater fool than me. I mean, I hate to um, it just popped in my head, but the big old cowboy that kicks back in the chair and is like. I want the steak rare. Yeah, Coors Light draw. Boom, boom. Yeah, exactly. Coors Light draft now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. while you're still here, like I can put him in a box. I know exactly where he's at. Yeah, from two seconds of conversation, now, he may drift a little bit from that, and that's how you, you dig yeah. into this. But point is, I know exactly. Also, well, for our listeners, go through your process sure. with that guy right there. The scenario yeah. you just built. So it's like, uh, okay, so now I know that he's a D, right? I know he's in that corner of maybe he's not a what kind of D he is self-aware unaware. I don't know all of that yet, but I know he's in that corner of he's direct. He's task driven. He knows what he wants. I just need to provide the service and I can probably mm-hmm. get out of this and he'll, I'll be the best waiter that he, he's ever had. If I just stick to that. Yeah. Right. If I want to get to know him on a personal level, I've got to do a lot of things to break those barriers down mm-hmm. to get him personal with me, which, you know, you pick and choose your battles. How, how you do that. So uh, I'll, Go back a little bit in my history. I was a bellman. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, welcome to the Hyatt. Do you have any luggage? And they lost it. Because I've used, I learned everything <laughs> I know from working this job for, for the most part about people, particularly. And, you know, there were the businessmen that had one bag, but they wanted it carried in, right? Very D ish, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want that yeah. look. I'm winning. I'm, yeah. yeah. And let me show you my status. And there may be, they want to present their status. And I was there to do that for them. Because at the end of the day, I want to get paid. I And the conversation was very minimal for the most part. It was usually, have you stayed with us before? Yes. Okay. Answered that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not people driven. <laughs> and, and again, it would be as simple as not one conversation till you got to the room. And then it's, here's your key, sir. Cause you're opening the door. Cause I hand the key yeah. to you. And this is back in the old days. Can I get you any ice? Are you familiar with the, the room layout? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Give me my money. I'm out of there. Why make it more harder than it has to be? And I like to talk to people. Yeah. But if that guy doesn't want to talk, why am I blowing up my money right. by running my damn mouth? You know, if Did, people have eye contact with you, then they maybe want to engage. If they say more than yes, they say, yes, I've had a great day or, you know, whatever. I think engagement is predicated a lot on eye contact. Well, but it's also about listening for, and understanding, verbal, sure. you know, whether they sit, where they sit on the D-I-C-N-S. You know, so to get back to not so much the service industry, but like sales specifically, yeah. you know, that, that little bit of like small talk, right. Whether you're networking or, you know, you, you're, you know, you're there to talk business, but you know, people need to small talk a little bit. I don't like small talking with prospects and it really kind of bothers me because, uh, well, it did for a long time. Let me ask you, why do you not like it? Cause I don't care. I'm there for a reason. I like, I'm trying to figure out if there's a mutual fit and it makes sense for us to work together. And mm-hmm. if not, I got, I got other stuff to do. Well, but you get there through small talk. No, I get that, right? And and the thing that I had to realize, uh, and I, I, man, I have beaten my, I've beaten my head against the wall on this, right? Because it's like, I shouldn't need to do this. I shouldn't need to do this. I shouldn't need to do this. But I was making it about me and I wasn't really yeah. making it about them. And so then I turned it into a game, right? So now it's, I'm doing just enough small talks that way I can try to figure out your disc, right? And are you visual, auditory, or, or kinesthetic? Mm-hmm. And then, then I'm off to the races, right? And then I start doing my frame and, you know, kind of going from there. But I think that that is super important because, you know, if I am getting, you know, in that small talk, you know, like, how was your weekend? It was good. Cool. Right. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't need as much small talk with you. Right. And I, I start to get like excited. But I, I guess I'm seeing when I said small talk, I want to know a little bit about your business. I want it to be germane to why we get, came here today. Yeah. But, but it, along the way, if, the reason you're buying this is, or, you know, a new car is because you have a bigger family, then that factors into that equation. Or you're looking at life insurance because you're uncertain or you need a new phone. You see where I'm going with well, that? I think that that is part of your, part of your discovery and your pain conversation, right? Like, I mean, you're, 
you're, you're, you're using it as a bridge, whereas I'm treating it as very much of like small talk. And I'm very, very trying, like, like I talk a lot about my hobbies, you know, with people, you know, especially if I'm networking, right. And, and someone's like, Hey, like, it was nice to meet you. I'm like, let's grab a coffee. Sure. Let's have a coffee and let's spend 10 minutes just talking about, you know, like, Hey, what do you do when you're not working? Right. And Clint has talked about this in the past that, that he likes to bring up a topic that isn't going to trigger their walls. So that way he has a, he has an easier time of figuring out what their desk is. Right. And I think that that stuff is super important because I, for me, um, I don't want to, I'm a process guy, right? I I don't want to muddy the waters. I don't want to start talking about, you know, the pain points and the things you're looking to do before we have an agreement about like how this conversation is going to run because, you know, this you know, if, if, if you don't have a process, we're running mine. Well, I was about to say, if, if you want to know my preference, let's run my process. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So by all means attempt to run your process. If that, if you can do no. it successfully and, and you got to, so when you realize the, uh, the person you're sitting across from, so my favorite personalities to shelters are CDs now. Yeah. They didn't used to be, mm-hmm. but I love it now because when I ask a question and I get those one worded answers, um, to your point, John of like, Hey, how was your weekend this week? That was great. And they look at you for a lot of personalities, probably S and I's. That, that's really uncomfortable. That's a trap, right? Yeah. Like, oh, oh this guy doesn't like and me. Now, and now you start doing that fish, right? You start, oh, well, this weekend I did this. And, and you go off on this tangent, right, that you don't, you should have just. Unless you sit back and you're aware. Yeah. Right? I was going to say. And, so as an I, I'm like, we're going to make this brief. Yeah. But. So. So that's to the move nugget. the needle forward. And that's the nugget is that's why disc is so important for yourself first. Learn who yeah. you are. So Absolutely. so when you see that one word and answer and you're a high eye, like you, you can't go on this golfing story about what you did this weekend and had all this fun and blah, 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 because that guy just isn't interested. And, and the you other thing know is, that. Yeah, you can't take it personally. You can't. Oh, absolutely right? not. So, yeah. so they're just being themselves. What's yeah. wrong with that? So, well, if you're, if you're, if you don't know any of this stuff, right. Uh, and you agreeing. don't, you don't know that you're an I with a high need to be liked and stuff like this. And you're trying to be chatty and everyone else is chatty with you, but this person isn't, it's like, okay, you know, I can see that that's kind of confusing. Right. And I go the opposite way. Right. Some people just want to keep chatting and keep chatting. And I'm like, geez, are we ever going to get to the point yeah. on this? But that becomes important later on. Right. Because if I'm talking to someone like Al, I'm going to use a lot more stories and I, and like the, my conversation and about, you know, trying to uncover their pains and, you know, the things that we're trying to work on. Whereas if I'm talking to Clint, it's like, you know, how do we, how do we make the best use of your time today? Yeah. And, and also to the point of, uh, and I've said this before is when you're dealing with a, a high eye across the table from you, you're trying to sell to a high eye. You've got to realize you're not getting anything done in this meeting. This has all just become Bonnie and report meeting. It, that's the way I do it. Hmm. So do you I, automatically jump to that conclusion because I, I, if you and I talk about a if, project, look, and you've if, got if, something to say. I want to hear. But it. I do it within stories, mm-hmm. right? I, I communicate on the level that I set up the next meeting to get to business. I'm not trying to do business. I'm doing business, Good. but I'm not trying to close it in this meeting anymore. Like- with a D or a C, I can close this today. I, I know that. But with a with an I, the stories start coming out, and it's like you know what? I'm just gonna. This is gonna be the easiest meeting ever. Cause I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to keep asking and they're going to keep telling. And I'm going to frame some questions about business in the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's just a level of communication that happens. And it's like, you know what? Hey, what if I, you know, shoot that hour went by fast. You know, we really didn't get to talk about business, but now I get to set up framework to do business next time. Right? And that, that brings up a good point. Did you have something no. oh, that brings up a good point that you can Ultimately, if you understand who that person is and where they sit on this disc profile, you you tailor make the whole thing go your direction. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You use the D's strengths to your advantage that they're brief, that they want to know what they want. You know, mm-hmm. this and you use it from a C, you know, you start into data points. Right. Yeah. So that you focus in on the meat and potatoes. Uh, and if it's like you said, an I and they need to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the meat and potatoes of their con- of their yeah. their process. It's the process, right? Uh, so, going back to something, I think this might be a nugget. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, we're talking about how sometimes the small talk just falls flat. You know, if you're talking to, you know, someone like me or someone like Clint, you know, and and they're in a position where get they get these kinds of conversations often, you know, and it's always like the same thing, you know, cause like a lot of people talk about go in and look at the photographs and talk about the photographs. Right. And I know people that'll like hang up like, like bogus photographs well, just to like fuck with or, people. Or, <laughs> or if you're me, it's like, well, why are you looking at my personal shit right now? Yeah. I mean, cause <laughs> my walls are, cause I want uh, to maybe. 
And, and you're and good you looking, you're good looking man. Is, if you said that, <laughs> you broke my walls back down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a good point, right? It's like, you, whereas, you know, when, you know, I, I said, I like to talk about hobbies, like, like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? You're not working. You know, what'd you do over the weekend and stuff? Because like, I get really jazzed about my hobbies. Right. So I can have a conversation about like hobbies and maybe find some overlap and be authentic. And it's probably going to be coming from a direction to where, uh, you know, they haven't had that conversation with a bunch of salespeople. So it's not going to fall into like some of these normal routines. And I get to play the Clint card of talking about this thing and don't not trigger their walls. And I'm going to get much a, a better picture about who they are. Now, the hardest person to qualify, right? Just over small talk is the S, yes, yeah. right? Because S's are the best chameleons on the planet because they don't want to rock the boat. How do you get pain out of an S? I mean, that's a tough one for me. It just, you know, it is. Well, how, how well, often are you empathy, selling to Empathy. A lot of times. Not, but I run, I run into them every Gatekeepers. Okay. So yeah, that's fair. then I think you, you, you almost have to jump to an assumption of looks like you're having a good day today yeah. or, you know, that empathy of if they look like they're struggling or, you know, look around and find a reason to engage them through an empathetic point of view is the way I usually do it. Yeah, it, it is. It is. To me, it's really tough to, to look at an S because they are naturally positive about even the negative situations, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas a D or a C or in, even an I, they're, you're going to get some, some negative stuff out of them. You can mm -hmm. uh, if you ask the right questions and the right tonality to the person that you're talking to. But I can dig a lot of pain out. With an S, I have a, I have a hard time getting pain out of you know yourself than that because like, you're going to say – well, this it's happened, not but, that but it's not that bad. I, I I feel good about the outcome or I feel good about the future. You, you say those things, right? So to counteract that and what I've, what I've been doing and, and, and I do this with all personalities is like, well, man, how, how do you see us working together to help you get, to make that faster, better, easier? Better, exactly. That's why yeah. I was right online with you. Yeah. So, because sure. they, if they say it's not that bad, then you simply ask, that's a fire, but, but it looks like it could be better. That's right? a five alarm fire in her book. Uh, uh, not be. that bad. Yeah, it might sure. be yeah. a complete oh, yeah. five alarm fire. Uh, sure. For me, um, you know, because you're talking about S's as gatekeepers, and and that's where you normally run into them. You know, when I've had success dealing with it with an S gatekeeper, it's being kind of open and vulnerable. Like like, hey, you know, if you were me, and you were trying to get a hold of them, yeah. yes, when would you do that? And they want to help you so bad. You. Exactly, yeah. right? You know, exactly. and so so being a little bit vulnerable and kind of just yeah. like, you know, could you help me out? Well, you know, and like that. that's real important. I was reading an article, and it said the five words, and I'm paraphrasing, not sure, but could you possibly help me with this? Yeah. And on an S, that's going to spark their their compassion juice. The team orientation. Right? And compassion let, juice. Let's, let's make this about the two of us getting something done today. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you say that to a D, he's like, F you. Yeah. I don't need I don't to. Time for your I don't home. need. You're yeah. breathing up air, precious air. I need. Oh, you're going to be my savior. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good luck with that. So, you know, with, uh, we talked about this on the gatekeeper episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back because it's, it's a, it's yeah. a truly good one to this point. Um, but a lot of the stuff was, um, you know, Hey, look, I know this is awkward and I know you probably despise this part of your job. And what will they say? It's really not. No, I love dealing with people. So you just let yourself into her world, yeah. and, and and now it's like, look, um, if this is awkward at all, how do I how do I communicate with you to you know if I if I come in to avoid the awkwardness, is a phone call work better I was for just you? Asking a question. Nan, Nan does that great because she has because when we call in a doctor's office, Nan would I think would agree with this. We have to ask the format, the protocol for that office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to gather a lot of information from that gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. Because we're one of many that she has to deal with, yeah. and we're new, we don't know, and it's okay to say that. Man, that's that's hey, a really good nugget there because I don't know that I've ever done that, but I'm sure going to try this. Is um, you know, have has anybody ever called a gatekeeper before you showed up? Like called the front say, desk. Hey, I'm coming by. And say, oh, hey, hey, hey yeah, man does that. And so yeah. I've never done that. Because it first, doesn't do any good to go in there if you don't know what their that's protocol a, is. That's a light bulb that I've just never even thought about. Like, hey, I mean, uh, you drive all over town. Hey, <laughs> hey, I was thinking about I was thinking about swinging by. I want to introduce my company to yours. Is is, or is even better, day or? you're part of my territory, your office is, and I'm soon to call on you. Could you help me out yeah. here? I just didn't want to surprise you at your front desk and mm -hmm. make your day. I, I, yeah, because it can be disruptive, and yeah. I don't want to be I've that never, guy. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I've never done that either. Um, I, I don't do I like a lot of like in-person prospecting. Um, Write that down. So 
what else do you do to, to try to figure out the disc of the person you're talking to specifically in a prospecting thing, right? Because, you know, when you're, when you're talking to the decision maker, who's going to give you the yes or no, you got to give them what they need in the conversation or else it's going to fall flat a lot. I've heard this, this word used and I didn't coin the phrase, but it's permission marketing, right? And it, it is, um, and you can do that. I think with anybody, you can, Ask a D's permission to, to engage in a conversation mm-hmm. and you, a C and S, maybe not an I, you just got to open your mouth and they join in. So that may be an easier task. I think a lot of times I'll go into the gatekeeper and ask a specific question, not related to business, related to them, related to. What color car do you drive? <laughs> which I know it sounds silly, but you can identify a lot about that person by mm-hmm. the way they respond to you. Mm-hmm. So here this last week with the coronavirus being hot and heavy, that's been my icebreaker. And what I ask off of that has, so we talked about this in the, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about what kind of questions I asked to kind of get that, uh, to figure out what spectrum to put them in. Sure. Um, so with this week it was, um, you know, I just happened to say, man, this coronavirus is really crazy. Everybody knows about it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you watch the news or you don't, you've yeah. heard it and chatter. And you have an opinion. You know, yeah. And you have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So what I, what I said to a guy the other day was, Hey, have you heard about this coronavirus? And you know, what do you think of it? It's like, Oh man, it's crazy. You know, I said, yeah, I heard they shut down the Houston rodeo last night. And what he says out of that is hugely important to pay attention to. Yeah. So does he talk about the rodeo? Does he talk about the concerts? Does he talk about the carnival and the family time? Does he talk about the cook-off? Does he not even know what the rodeo is? Or right. or say, sure, and then moves past it. And you're like, nope, not didn't get a hook. or. But, a, but, and that's okay yeah. because you just classified yourself in a category, which is probably a C. Even right? a non-response is a clue to who oh, you're absolutely. dealing with. So, yeah, absolutely. don't so be afraid of the silence. So that, it just defines the person you're talking yeah, to. Yeah, and that's why I ask those questions because you you got to pick a multi topic topic yeah. if that yeah. makes sense exactly. like somewhere where you have sub levels that you can go down and, and the, how you frame those questions is, is big mm-hmm. because like you said if, if they say yeah that sucks right i've just put you in a cd category right i've just narrowed it down 50 percent of who you are mm-hmm. right and, and that's that's a i don't know there's just ways you know that. that's 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 so important it is and but, that's why i said i That's what I was saying about a non-business question, because then your next question, which is potentially going to be a business question, you know where you can go. Because the next question out of that. If you've gone too far or if you can, just an easy question not to stress them out. In that example, he says, oh, yeah, I don't know. Now he's a CD and it says, well, man, I'm just, I'm worried about it affecting my business. Do you guys think it's going to affect yours? And now you're into day-to-day numbers and facts. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure. And so now you're, now you can, now you're splitting it. Cause if he talks numbers and facts, mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know, we've forecasted it. You're a C. I right. just narrowed you down mm-hmm. in yeah. one big question. Right. And, and when you, when you latch on to whether they're a C or D, you know, who you're speaking to, then you start your, you know, your process, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would suggest that unless you are quite sure of who you are, you're probably not, you're, 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 you're not using your time as wisely as you could. Oh, for sure. Right. And, but, but people don't realize that. I right? have, I have blown up some deals by focusing way too much on the details. Mm-hmm. Right. I have, yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can, I can think of five deals very, very clearly that I probably could have closed if I'd been a little bit more aware of what they needed. Sure. Right. I mean, um, because like I want it to be right. I want it to be correct. I want us to be on the same page and everything else. And then I'll, I'll go down a path talking about like doomsday stuff, you know, that doesn't happen very often, but you know, if it's recent, you know, and you know, uh, very clearly I was meeting with this woman and I had just gotten off a call with like my biggest like headache of a client, you know? And so I go carrying all this baggage from that conversation to sitting down with this prospect. And I'm like, and I'm like, now look, here's the timeline and here's what we're going to do. And what happens whenever this happens? And I totally blew it. Right. And then the next day I got the email, Hey John, I'm going to wait. Shit. Okay. That's my fault. Um, I don't know if I talked about this on here, but I'll, I'll ask two questions at the same time. Like, Hey, you know, Al, I'm curious, how long have you been doing this and what made you decide that you wanted to? That's pretty cool. Right. When you say five years, Awesome. Right. Al's, Al's not going to say five years. He's, he's like, well, I got into it from the, you know, and I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hear a bit of a story, you know, which is fine oh, because it bastard. helps. Um, got me again. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So I like, I like doing that very purposefully asking two questions and one is going to be kind of shorter than the other one because the one that they choose to answer is going to be very telling about who they are. I agree. I like that. I like that concept. I, yeah. I, I was thinking in my head, um, you know, with, uh, I think all thinking's done. Or you big toe, one of the two. You know, I, <laughs> I, I have just kind of an SI personality I was dealing with a couple weeks ago when, and I, it worked out so well for me because I, now I know these personalities so well that I can, I can use the right language. Mm-hmm. And, um, so with an I for me, it's like, um, Hey, we get through some details real quick, but, but our guys, they're going to figure out the, the nuts and bolts, you know, like, let's get out of here. We'll let them kind of hash out the details. Like that's the kind of 30,000 foot view language that I'm using with an eye, right? Mm-hmm. A, a high eye. It's like, Hey, we're going to have fun. We're going to kill this. Our teams are going to get this done. Let's put our bean counters together and figure the details out down the road. And that that's the language I use with an I. With an S, it's like, hey, I love how, you know, your team really unites to get this done. I want to put our teams together and see if it fits, right, and just see if we can we can yeah. match, right? That's the language, 30,000 of you that you use with an S. Exactly. Rubbing, <laughs> kissing, hugging. But can I? I, I can well, I and then finish? like to a C, right, it's like a – if you're not a C, it's going to be really hard to talk to a C, and you can really screw up some deals with a C if you yeah. don't shut the hell up, right? And as a D and I and S, we're all faulty to a C in that well, regard a little bit. You know, if, if it was, you know, talking to John, I'm going to want, I'm going to focus on data. Yeah. You know, what do these figures mean to you? Yeah. You know, is th- is this all encompassing of the data that you need to make the decision? Do you mm-hmm. think we've dug deep enough into this? Yeah. yeah. Those and, are the key phrases and there. Don't, and don't spit off data you don't know. No, let him yeah. tell you, right? Let him tell you about the data because I'm an I. I'm not a data guy. So I sell to you, your personality, John, a lot to a, to a C. And what I've been doing recently, it's, it's been great, is, hey, I'm, I'm assuming that you've data collected a lot of this stuff, you probably have an idea of what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Do you mind just sending me that information and oh, I yeah. can go back and kind of get you some answers on this? Because I, I don't know that I know all the answers right now. But for as a D, to be humble enough to sit back and say, I don't know, that's huge growth for but me. But a C right? loves to hear that. Oh, yeah. It's, but it's it's on, in the same token, when we were having the conversation out in the green room before we came in, we were talking about barbecuing, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, if it's not proprietary... And you said, no, no, I'm, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking permission yeah. to get this recipe sure. from a guy that likes to be asked permission to get information. 100%. From, yeah. Right. And, and it, it, it will flow that easily when you categorize people mm-hmm. and then understand the box they live in. So you can't do it without the knowledge of why all this works. Yeah. But if you will, again, hit on some of these points, refine them. Wow. You're, you'll engage in conversations easier, they'll be less stressful for you mm-hmm. and, and more profitable at the end of the day. Yeah. Just, you know, be really cautious about being fake about all this. Right. And you can't go yeah. so over the top because I see this happen all the time. I get guys that come into my office and sit down, look around my office and they see family photos. They see, you know, sports pictures. They see Marine Corps flag hanging on the wall and they put me in this corner and they're going to go over the top to talk about these things. And it pisses me off. Right. Yeah. Because this is my world. What do you know about my world? And why are you why are you trying this? Well, I, I called you in to talk about insulation. Why are you talking about this shit? I mean, that's what goes through my head because they went over the top. Yeah. If you can frame it around, you know, hey, oh, cool, man. We, you were in the service. Huh? That's cool. Well, I appreciate it. Hey, family and kids, they all, you know, you know, how many kids do you have? You can ask me those questions. And I don't build walls at all around that. I answer them. Just know when I answer it, you got the answer. Move on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Be, be moving in a direction, uh, yeah. not just sitting idly on this superficial level of not oh, attempting yeah. to go to go to the business. Don't side. assume well, because I have a family photo that all I want to talk about is family, right? Don't assume that. Mm-hmm. Just because I have the photo out, it just means that I have them, right? Well, I think the – uh, how do I say this? I think the thing is is to not make the, the assumption that that's going to get you rapport. Right. Like, yeah, that's that, right. that I think that some people are just like desperately clawing for a little bit of common ground and then they latch onto it and they hold it. You're not going to have common ground with everybody. Right. And that's not There's necessarily no a bad thing. It, no, exactly. It's not needed. Yeah. Whereas I know, I know a lot of people who sit firmly in the, in the I category. Right. And they have all of this hang up around 
I got to spend a certain amount of time with someone before we can talk mm-hmm. about business, you know, and I, I know people out there networking, right. And they'll have four or five meetings with someone because they feel obligated to spend a certain amount of time. And God knows where they're pulling this metric from sure. that, that, well, on the third meeting, that's when we can start talking. You're going to have three meetings with someone before you even turn into business. Like, do you just how, like setting how? your time on fire? But, yeah. but to that point, you know, when I, when I came to this company that I'm at now, they, there was, I was going through some old just files from years prior of my position, finding some old paperwork. And, and probably about six years before me, there was a guy that developed some really good checklists, right? And he, I could just tell by his folder structure in the S drive that he was a C to a, you know, just a C. And it was funny because that year in the financials, they actually, they didn't grow sales. They grew profitability because mm-hmm. of all the qualifications that he did with this paperwork. So excellent idea. Um, but I looked at it and it was a very um, one avenue to approach. So it was like, Hey, you know, let's get some uh, report built with these people. So here's a section. So as you're talking to them, write these things down. Mm-hmm. But the section was like two lines. Right. And then the next one was like all the data and facts that he thinks is important. So it was a whole page out of a three page little thing. So the thing is, is that that might work for one personality, but you're not dealing with one personality all the time. So that checklist has to adjust, you know, Bonnie reports bigger on this one and the data and facts are less mm-hmm. right on the next one. It might be all data and facts and no report. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta adjust to who you're dealing with. Yeah, and to that point, I was thinking you have to be mindful. A lot of times I walk into a scenario that it's not just one person that I'm having to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, you guys have got three with. different sales. So to you make have one to sale. really identify and be really mindful of your words because you don't want to offend the D or irritate the C, you know. Because the doctor can really like you. And you've done outside things, but the gatekeeper feels threatened by you Mm -hmm. because you have this open door policy and that disturbs them. That's going against the way they normally handle their position in that office. Mm -hmm. Be highly aware of that. And Nan does a good job. I think I do a good job of that as well. You have to be really careful. And, you know, like in Al's business, he has all these employees and it's well, not that sounds like I'm a multinational company. I felt good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just said that to stroke the eye. But anyway, so um, God, I, the head games we play. Don't, <laughs> don't stroke the D. And I seem to just be like <laughs> the whipping boy on all of this. Oh, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But he yeah. Loves it. So, so my point, <laughs> let me, can I just, my point is I can go in and a surgeon, just to your point, um, go in and walk into the room, there's the office manager, the surgeon, the PA, you know, you, so you have all these people, all those people need to not get mad at me, you know? And, you know, initially you, you would think, oh, well, the surgeon does not need to get mad at me. Well, if I, to what I was going to say about Al's group, his office manager, if you make her mad, then he's not going to be happy. So, you know, and every office has that dynamic. So you have to be really well, mindful yeah, of that. She'll come back and go, he's such an idiot. And I really now have to start justifying whether I'm going to do business with this guy that's yeah. going to disrupt my mm-hmm. my my CFO, right? Yeah. And and she's got, you know, she's a CS because, you know, she's taking the disc. Doc, that's, a, that's a good point. I think a lot of people do, right? Because you're so sales hungry. Most people are. You're so sales hungry that you that you just kind of overlook some really key indicators and to bad business, right? And and for me in construction, it's it's huge. It's like if they want all this information so laid out up front, imagine when we actually start building. That's gonna so I either staff it correctly to match it, right, to the criteria that they're doing, or do we really want to put up with this client? Because it might be more work than what we're used to, and we, we don't we don't fit there. Nan and I fight about that all the time because I'm like, then shut the account down. She goes, no, it's salvageable. And and, and there, we have a level of frustration on our end because I'm like, it's too much trouble. And, mm-hmm. and she's and, finding ways to mitigate that trouble. And then she knows now she's got a balancing act between me, and some of you guys may live out in that world, where now you have expectations from your company. You're trying to match them with the process of the client that you're calling on. And you're sitting right in the middle of the shit show. That's why if you're the owner or the doc or the the lead person, you better diversify with your employees and not have everyone like you. I mean, it's important, but you better hit all DISC. Well, you know, um, 
I think we talked in about people, basically. Well, I think we talked about you know the uh, in some instances the best way to get to the decision maker is to cultivate you know an internal champion, you mm -hmm. know someone who's going to like talk you up and everything else like this. The other side of that, right, is if you know if that admin person is a C and they and they're very process driven and stuff like this, and, but like you have good rapport with the decision maker who's the I, and he's like, yeah, you can come in whenever you want. Mm -hmm. You better make sure that's okay with her, with her, right? Because they can, she has they a can process of people you. coming Absolutely. in, or he has a process of people coming through that door, so. and they want to see it the same way. Mm -hmm. And we all run our businesses that way. You know, w you know, when you sit in a position, either the gatekeeper or admin or, you know, whatever stage it is, you've got a process in your day. Mm -hmm. And so this may not be a one and done. You may have to learn five of those, depending on which department you're going to get information from for budget mm -hmm. or projections or what they like for lunch. Mm -hmm. You know, simple things. And can I say... I. I feel like if you're listening to this and you're new in sales, you might be thinking, well, gosh, is this just kissing everyone's butt? You know, and totally not true. Totally what not you true, are yeah. learning it's is to be how yeah. you're being smart. You, you're being intelligent across the board. You go to a restaurant, you go to the grocery, you go to market, wherever you go, you're going to, you're going to do well. You're going to fare well if you know how to react to other people and interact with other people more importantly. I mean, everybody at some point has had an interaction with someone and then they left and they're like, man, I just don't like that person. Yep. Right. And you, and you can't even really put your finger on it sometimes, you know, and then you have two, like, uh, you have a couple options at that point too. Well, I like, we've all had that interaction. So don't be that person. Right. And part of that is just personality driven. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm talking, I, okay. So I had coffee with a guy this week. He was a super high eye and like, man, just super chatty, super chatty, super chatty. It's supposed to be an hour long meeting about working together and doing some things like this and kind of like a, like a partner agreement kind of deal. And it ended up being like two and a half hours. And at the end of it, I'm just like, man, like I'm so ready to go, but there was no, there was no opportunity in the conversation to do that. And I didn't do a good job of like setting a frame around time whenever we sat down. Sure. You, didn't, you mean you didn't have Melissa call you at the hour mark and yeah. You know, maybe that's an out though. that that is an out, you know, um, there for a while I would do this thing to where every like appointment that I would have on the day, I would set an alarm. Mm -hmm. So that way, because like I'm known for, you know, hanging out and like chatting a little bit, you know, especially if I've got good rapport with somebody. And so the, like, that would kind of keep me like on track. Oh, got to go to the next one. Got to go to the next one. You know, especially when I'm out there doing like a lot of coffees, a lot of networking. Um, and, and that go to your point, I've gotten to where I have a, daily timer instead of scheduling i start writing down what did i really accomplish today because oh, yeah. i can i'm the king of fooling myself and thinking on a day that that i should be selling that i'm doing admin or i'm, mm -hmm. I'm goofing off is what i'm doing and yeah. when i look back at the my log i'm like you got to do better than that man yeah some people really need a not a to-do list but a, a got done list yeah that's yeah. that and is for me what i get done today what well, I also notes i think it's really important to take notes don't expect yourself to meet with, I don't know, 10 people mm. and remember everything about that person. Where do you put those notes? I write down, I keep notes all the time. I like notes. But not in like a, in like a CRM, not, not like a formalized no, thing. No, I'm not. I'm just a little. Huh. If only we knew someone who could, who could set that up. All right. Me. That'd be really interesting. Huh. We'll look into that. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anyone out there like that? We'll talk. Probably I know, not. I know a guy. You do? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not any good though. Um, so, <laughs> Once you know this, right, uh, you know, you, you have a vague idea of where they are. Now, now here's the deal. There are other factors, right? I've been wrong, right? You know, I'm doing my, my kind of small talk and it's <laughs> super short and everything else. I'm like, man, this guy is not chatty. Okay, great. Let's stick to the point. Let's figure out the tasks and let, and let's go. And then you hit something and all of a sudden they turn chatty, you know, and it's like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. And then how do you adjust? Right. And how, how often are you checking in? Right. Because if you make a, if you make a gut decision within the first 30 seconds of a conversation and you're not willing to say, maybe I don't have the full complete picture and, may, and maybe I need to adjust, like you're hurting yourself as bad as the guy who doesn't take yeah. any. I, I probe constantly as I'm talking, mm -hmm. you know, asking questions, my questions. And, and I spend a lot of time, on the drive to or the day prior to this meeting, just mm -hmm. running these like 
hook questions like, in yeah. my head of like, if I ask that, what's the outcome? They could go this way or that way. Okay. If they yeah. go this way, I need to have another hook yeah, real question. Play. That's Can really I, important. Flow chart your sales conversations. Well, people. Like, yes I mean, and no, but keep it natural because yeah. if you, if you're scripted, sure. absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, don't get too bogged down in this. Do what it takes for you to remember the pattern of questions and, and some of your hooks yeah, and, that's really important. And, 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 and have that sort of marinating. But if, if, if it takes a turn, Stop for a second and don't be afraid to say, I'm sorry, I don't quite understand where we went, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm constantly asking, not permission, but things like, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but, you know, the other day I went fishing. You know, I'll say something like that and it's like, oh, yeah, I know I like fishing, mm-hmm. you know, or the other answer could be, oh, man, where'd you go? What'd you do, mm-hmm. right? And you just mm-hmm. kind of start splitting that off. And, and if they say, oh, man, that's cool, you know, you went fishing, what'd you catch? Yeah. I'm getting that drier personality, right? And it's like, oh, well, like, you know, we caught a tuna and, you know, it's pretty good. You know, I, that's probably my favorite fish. But anyway, back to the business, you know, and you kind of just start switching those, you know, that flow, right? You just. Do you go that far off the reservation? Like, like yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking about business and then you'll just pull up an anecdote about fishing? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it's got a flow, right? But, um, you know, the thing is like breaking the monotony of where. Somebody in the room might want to talk more. One guy's completely done with the conversation. So how do you balance that, right? Because you have yeah. a high I and a high C because he's the salesman that brought you in, but he's the C that's trying to get data and facts out of you. So um, I said, you know, me personally, I like going in with the sales team and I like to know who I'm dealing with. If they've got a C, I want to see. If they've got an I, I want an I. And, and I try to do that as much as possible. So, you know, earlier you said something like, uh, I don't remember what you said, but if you recognize it and it just kind of is like, I don't like that guy. Figure out in your team who would match well with that person and sell through them. I, I'm a, a huge well, com- team. That That's so good. I like that. But I, I mean, I really use that a lot. Like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm about to meet this guy. I need Ken to go along with mm-hmm. me. And on the way there, it's like, hey, Ken, I really need you to stick to topics. These oh, Nan and I point that out all the sure. time. Yeah. Not, and not everybody has that, right, John? No, you're, you're not everybody selling. has it all at their disposal. Well, I was going to say that, that there's a level here that you're playing at to where, to where, the, to where there's large committees you know, and there's multiple decision makers and stuff like that. And, and in those instances, you know, you need a team. Most of my people are individuals or small business owners or, you know, solopreneurs or whatever else. And I don't need a, a team because it's just like, let's be, let's be efficient and figure out if this is a fit. And if not, let's call it over. Yeah. So um, example of this is uh, a couple of weeks ago, their estimator, the guy I'm selling to their estimator and their project manager, who is the decision, the ultimate decision maker, the project managers, but he listens to all the, the data from his estimator to make that decision, right? They're asking me to come over and basically interview for the project. Well, if he's going to have an estimate and I was asked who's, you know, who's in the meeting, what should we expect? How long do you need? We, we frame all that up. And he says, he's going to have his estimator there. I'm bringing mine. I'm bringing my estimate. I'm bringing the counterpart to answer the hard questions that I'm not going to know the answers to. And if I bullshit this guy, he's going to call me out on it and we're going to really look stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. So on the way over there, it's like, Hey, when he asks these questions, I need you. And I may look at you and say, Hey, Brian, I need you to take this question. You know, cause I, you know, honestly, I don't know, but Brian here will Mm -hmm. Brian get into it. And in that situation, I've already had really good bonding rapport with this salesperson or the project manager that brought me in, invited us to come over. And that conversation in the first 10 seconds went straight to data and facts. And these two spent the next hour going over line items and spreadsheets. And me and him are looking across the table from each other like, Let's go get a beer. Shit, seriously, let's go yeah. get a beer. But the point of it is, is that. But if you can find the same commonality yeah. and, and match and mirror, oh my God, everybody feels comfortable yep. in the room. You mm-hmm. two are looking at each other like, yeah, let's go have a beer because these guys are going to be That's a right. minute. They're digging into this stuff. Let's take a walk around the plant. Give me a tour. Do hey, Tell me a little exactly. bit more about this. You have now the single, you don't have to focus between two people with differing personalities. Yeah. You've, you've conquered and divided, and now you're sitting in the wheelhouse of a guy that you're going to talk to. Yep. And my fear there is that if I go solo and he asks me all these hard questions, they might make the decision when I walk away from the room because they've had a prior conversation with my competitor that did answer all those questions, right? Mm-hmm. Or and brought his guy, right? Or brought his guy. And, I'm, and, and I'm not saying that you have to be fully prepared. You you can always say, look, I don't know the answer to that. I'll get back to you. Just know that there's consequences to not having that data yes, there, right? So you take, you're just trying to lower the risk of every situation that could happen. But be careful with that, right? Because 
I hear that and I, and I start to think, well, that means I got to be overprepared. Right. And for a C, when you, when you feel like you got to be overprepared, you're not going to get anything done. Right. You got to be, you know, you either have to frame around it, which is what you're doing. Like, Hey, who else is going to be in the meeting? How much time do you need? What do we need to be prepared for? And those things. And that way you're setting yourself up for the most success possible. But if you're not at your level, you're not selling to committees. There's not multiple decision makers and stuff like this. Don't go into these conversations with this weight of like, I got to be able to like answer every question. So one of the most important questions that I do before I go is if they say, Hey, my estimator is going to be there. I say, Hey, He's probably got a checklist, and I've said this a couple times today, I think. He's got a checklist. It's probably on a spreadsheet. Do you mind just sending that over so that I know the question, so we can save a lot of all of our time, and I'll have these. If anything, I can get this done before the meeting and send it back to you with the questionnaire filled out, and we can just verify at this point instead of digging into the details. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, You know, What's your email address? I'll send it to you now. Now I'm prepping my C that's on my team, to be like, hey, man, I got you all the stuff you need for this meeting to be prepared for. There might be a few questions. I'll handle those. But I need you to figure this out. And that speaks to laying that groundwork so that you have a successful meeting, yeah. whatever that may be. Brushing your teeth, combing your hair, getting yeah. there on time. It's all part of that same equation. Yeah, and we talk about that on on an episode a couple episodes back, you know, about planning before you walk in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Understand what's going on. Know what know what the expectation is, you know, what's the home run, what's the base hit, what, what's the yeah, walk. what's that look like? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that way you can be as prepared as possible. You know, like a, a thing that I say a lot to people is like, hey, look, you might have a question that I don't have an answer to or I, I don't have like the immediate answer to. I might need to go back to my team. Is that going to be okay? Yeah. And. And why would okay it? Yeah. Why yeah. would it not be? We, they want accurate information, yeah. and sometimes it's not readily available with what little you know going into the original meeting. Mm-hmm. Be okay with that and own it. It's not that's that shouldn't if that damages the deal. Wow. How does anybody do business with them? Exactly. Yeah. Particularly if you're as good and as prepared as everybody else. And I think it's quite okay to own your deficiencies. Hey, not quite prepared for that. I hope that's not a deal breaker. Or if you feel like it is, then you need to address it. Don't leave things. You're, you're just being weak if you're not owning that this is going south and maybe you should just call it over. I yeah. came completely unprepared. Please be my guest at kicking me out of your office. Yeah. Right. And what, whenever you own it, you get to control the impact of it. Right. And, and how and it big hurts of a deal you it is. less. Right. Absolutely. Because you just, yeah. I'm going to beat myself up before you can. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's like the, hopefully defense. that doesn't happen too often. You won't be successful if yeah. that's your, Constant fallback is I didn't go prepared. Well, why not? Hell, you this three times in a row. Yeah, don't yeah. make that your pattern. Just own it if it is happens to be a one off. Absolutely. And there's so many books and videos out there that are just one part of the equation that they tell you this is the way to successful sales conversation. And so I just watched one the other day, and it was a 20 minute video on matching and marrying. If you want to sell better, if you want to do this. You have to do matching and marrying. And it was a whole episode on matching and marrying. And it's like, okay, that's a small part of the equation that might work. But but here's the 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 thing that I that I caution everybody on is that almost every big company out there anymore does some kind of psychological profiling, does some kind of formal training around sales or conversations. Almost everybody does anymore. It, whether it's whether it's a a seminar that they sent you to, or whether it was a questionnaire, a free survey, but people, what I'm saying is people have knowledge of these tactics now. Whereas I think the deep state of sales. Well, I think, I think 20 years ago, you're kind of in a groundbreaking situation where, you know, the traditional sales was breaking and you had people trying these new tactics and like, I don't know why I like this guy. Oh, because he's sitting in the same way. He's talking in my tonality, but people are aware of that more now than ever. Yeah. And so, so you got to be better. So I, I yeah. So be you careful be about sincere. when he, when he leans forward on the table and you do it and then he kicks back and you do it and then he snaps his fingers oh, and you do yeah. like, be careful with that stuff because you're going to get kidding. caught. Well, Cause yeah, if you well. do that to me or probably any one of us, I was gonna say, I'm going to pick that up in 30 seconds. Like this guy is a total douchebag. Get out. You well, know? so, you know, there's the concept of nurturing, right? Which is kind of given someone like the psychological, the psychological start to kind of let them off the hook. Hey, great question. I'm glad you asked. Right. So that way they don't feel dumb about asking you a question or if they have to admit this to not knowing something, right. Which happens a lot in my industry. Like, like if, if we start talking, so small. well, no, but like if we start talking about budget, like, like no one gets out of bed and like, you know what, I need to hire someone like John to come in and like help me with this okay. stuff. Right. So, so when I get to budget, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you know, what do you think the investment should look like? You know? And they say, well, John, I have really no idea. Okay not uncommon. Right. So that way you don't have to feel like 
oh, like now, now what do I do? Exactly, right. you know. Yeah. That's so, a great one. But a great out. What happens is, uh, is I tend to like over nurture now, right? Because it's muscle memory. And and when I'm talking to Melissa and she asks me a question, I'm like, well, good question. She's like, I know it's a good question. <laughs> I don't. Like, I do not like when I hear people say that. It's so overly. I'm not even trying to be robotic. And it doesn't diminish the fact that it could be a good question, but like the thing is, um, you know, you know, when you go to Chick-fil-A and, you, and you're like, thank you. And they say my pleasure. And they, and they say it in that tone and you know that they're just being like scripted. It's scripted yeah, yeah, exactly. And they have to say it a certain way. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Yeah. Because the higher, the higher level of the person that I'm talking to, the higher my level has got to be. Yeah. But it's okay to thank people for the information that they give you and oh, be polite about your sure. engagement and, and appreciative because uh, people do, I don't care, in my opinion, who you are, people want to feel appreciated for their input and their impact on an Absolutely. equation. Most mm-hmm. people feel like they're not listened to enough, especially when they're dealing with a salesperson. So, so if you reach across that aisle and you've yeah. gotten some good information and you've gotten some help to get further your cause – thank those people yeah. and, and, and don't feel like it was an obligation because they gave you some extra grace and you'll be yeah. back in front of them and it yeah. might be nice to get it again. When you ask a question and you get an answer, that's like helping your position, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like that's the way that it should be. Hopefully you're that's not, what you you're not, get. you're not in there asking a bunch of questions just for the sake of asking questions, you know, like, like it's supposed to be uncovering information mm-hmm. or pain points or figuring out how they buy or figuring out what the timeline is and all of these things. Right. So, you know, make sure that you're asking questions with intent. So that way you're not wasting that time. And, you know, then that makes it a little bit easier to shift those questions depending upon the person you're talking to. Right. Cause I can't ask, you know, there, there are sometimes whenever we're talking about stuff, you know, off air and I'll, and I'll say something to Alan, I'll see Clint just like shake his head at me. He's like, and then I'm like, what's up? And you tell me like, that sucks. You can't, you can't do that on me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. And so the more, the more you practice, the easier it is in my opinion to then shift the, the, the kind of questioning. Right. Because like, like I said a minute ago, hey, hey, Al, what do we need to get done today? I make it about us, right? We, because that resolves with eyes very well. If I'm talking to to Clint, I don't say, you know, what do we need to get done today? Because it's not about we in Clint's eyes, right? How, how what were you, know, you looking to get done today? Yeah, absolutely. Have you know? Is this within you know the the realm of you know how you saw this unfolding? Yeah. What, you know, are we still on the beaten path? Those. What do we need to cover to make this a good use of your time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's, it's a well, very small shift, and, you know, and, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. but you got to be aware of all, it. All the frame, all the question is still there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you, well, you're, you're looking for value out of your conversation and not your value, their value in what oh. you've just said. Cause if they find value in it, then you're on the right path. If you see that they're just not, I mean, you know, do, do a, do a, 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 a look back in your head as to, how, you know, debrief yourself after these engagements mm-hmm. and go back over, was I as valuable as I could have been? Did I, did I get, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how right was I? Yeah. And, 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 and critique yourself. This is super important because most people try to sell the same way that they buy. Yeah. Right. And it, it doesn't always very, very work, right? Because I don't deal with a whole lot of people that are C's. So if I try to sell to them the way that I want to be sold to, it's going to fall flat the Guys, majority of the time. Listen to that, right? Because I'm an I. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know that it, that I said enough or did enough. And sure, I still get the deal, mm-hmm. which, which now I've got to convince myself, hey, that's a good equation. Didn't feel so good because it's just not in my natural state, but it worked and I'm getting paid. Shut up and get it done. Just do it that way. Yeah, yeah I have a, um, you know, that, the way you ask a question, it, it gets to, you got to look at your before the script, right? You kind of lay out some questions and you said it earlier, doc, but don't get robotic about it. You've got to work that into your natural conversation and know who you're talking to. So for example, if somebody were to ask me a question, I didn't know an answer to, and I also didn't see the need of why you asked me that. Is this really important? Naturally? I want to say, I don't who know. Cares? Why'd you ask yeah. that? Like, that's my natural. Just, I want to say that. Right. But if I said something like, Oh man, I, and you, you got me there. Um, help me out a little bit. Um, why is that important? And you know, how do, mm-hmm. how do I help you get that information? Why is that important? Maybe, maybe I'll think about it a different way. I'm, I'm asking the same, saying the same response and I don't know the answer and why is it important? I'm saying the same thing, but, it, but I'm a little more nurturing, right? I'm, I'm trying to help the situation. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things like that, that you have to realize every little thing that you say, it matters. Words 
Yeah. Once they're out there, you oh, can't totally get them back. And yeah. check your emotional state, right? Yeah. Take it yeah. out of the equation. Just be a fact finder, be a fact deliverer with with whatever icing they need on the cake, whether it be empathy because yeah, of an exactly. S, directness because of a D, mm-hmm. factually because of a C, or with lots of emotion and frizzle for that's, an I, right? That's a good way to look at it is icing on the cake because everybody's got a different flavor. Everybody likes to see something different, mm-hmm. but the cake is still the cake at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I think it... Uh, this is a theory and I'm totally willing to be shot down on it. I think that I's and S's are much more likely to uh, feel concerned leaving an interaction with someone who's not an I or S, right? Whereas if I deal with someone who's an I, like I've got, I'm still running my tasks, right? I've, I've got a mission. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, let's figure out if this makes sense. And I don't have that as big of a lever of, I need to be liked, Right. And so, and so when I talk to someone who is not on that same side as me and and they're doing these things, like I'm still trying to get to my thing. Whereas I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, that for the I and the S, like that lever is bigger of that needing to be liked. And so when you're dealing with someone like me, right. And I'm shorter and I'm to the point and I'm maybe not giving you everything you need. So that way you feel like you're being liked. I feel like it's a bigger struggle for, for I's and S's Mm -hmm. to sell to across that line of being task driven, as opposed to the task driven people trying to sell to the people driven. Does that ring no, you're, 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 but the longer you do this, the less the you're thing. concerned about that equation that as an eye. You, you're, you're, I don't you don't it see it that way, but your perception is I walk around feeling like I have to be liked. No, I want to be liked, but here's the deal. More importantly, I know people like me, right? Yeah. I mean, I have a good social network. As a matter of fact, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket because I'm going gambling, right? And that's a great endeavor with a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. I, you, but... When at the end of the day, if he's short with me or direct, you're direct with me or you need some facts, I'm going to provide them and I'm going to shut up. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to be OK with the fact that we didn't get huggy kissy about this whole equation. Sure. But I did my job. Right. And that's all that was expected of. Me. So there's a nugget in there that he said, <coughs> excuse me, there's a nugget in there. It's uh, well. A, we also have to take into consideration that I was very self-aware of like who he is because of all the work that he's done. But if you haven't gone down this path, right. And you just, you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm kind of like Al. And, and then you, when you don't know that stuff, it becomes so much harder, right? Like, like, it, you know, you have resolved yourself to, to the fact of like, cool, I have other people who like me. I don't need this person to like me. Like, let's figure this out. But if you're not aware of that and you're leaving these interactions and you're like, you're like, man, like, like what's going on? And, it's, it's about how you frame it, right? So if you're going into conversations with this need of like, yeah, we need to get along and you need to like me before you're going to buy from me. And then you're not feeling that, then of course it's going to feel heavier. So watch how you're framing the interactions and, and what, and what your real goal is. Right? But, but Clint hit on it too, that if he's not showing empathy or, or toning down his personality, when he says, why'd you ask that question? Or I'm a little confused. You know, you, you have your sticking points too. They're just on a, di- in a different arena than what mine are. And, yeah. and S's and, and yours. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we can all admit we have these sticking points, but we become aware of what those sticking points are and we work through them knowing that it's a difficult, that's our hardest task right there for the day. Mm-hmm. There are things we really do well and they come naturally and they just flow easily. And the other points, we have to slow ourselves down and keep ourselves from being our own worst enemy. Right. Yeah. I mean, every personality has a negative and a positive, so... Yeah. Really. I mean, I've seen, I've seen pretty decent salespersons come to me cause I'm also a buyer. Right. And, and ruin the sale because they're trying to, they've tried to overread me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, Oh, he's a D. So I've got to speak to this task and this drive, you know, that he has. And I've, do you, th- I've, do you really think that they're that thought out? Because I don't no, think I, I've seen it happen. Cause I've there really, are other good sales yeah. people out no, there. I'm, I, I mean, it, I'm not saying that we're like alone on the, on the yeah. Island of like people that are trying to do it the right way, but I just don't think that many New people, slash. Right. I mean, we know other people that Breaking are familiar it. with this stuff and know yeah. where they are, it's but they're not there. putting any thought yeah. into and that's true. trying so, to figure out who the person across the table is. I watched a guy last year, like mid-November, sit down in my office, and he literally went through the gamut of me being a D. Like, you could just tell he, he was reading everything, doing some matching and mirroring. He was trying some things, but not he didn't have it perfected, right? Yeah. And so some of the things he was doing was just asking these tough questions to me, like, okay, well— if I do this, will you do that? And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe if you, if you perform it correctly, mm-hmm. then yes. Well, okay. What happens if I don't perform it correctly? Right. Punch he's, you in the face. He's literally just <laughs> digging in me because he thinks that my personality likes this. Mm. 
But the fact that, and I finally stopped, I'm like, are you done with your interview of me yet? <laughs> oh, shit. Because I called, because I called you, I know what you do. <laughs> I did my homework too, bitch. Yeah, like, I, I know what you do, that's why you're sitting in here. Let's get this shit done, I got other stuff to do today. You know, so you overread me, you overcorrected me, and now it's like, so. Yeah, it's a good point. There's, there's nuance, right? Which is why you got to understand, there's a big difference between the D, the D-I, the I-D, and the I, yep. right? Like those are four very separate people and you've got to be able to f- fine tune that a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, the second letter is not as important, you know, for the prospect, but you just have to understand that like, it's not so black and white. Yeah. Let's do the throwdown. Right. Clinton for team D Hashtag team D as far as understanding the stuff and what you do with it after that, man, I think I said this a lot in, uh, when we were doing some heavy disc pro uh, episodes up front, but uh, checking your own self for a minute, especially as a D that wants to come off as I'm the man, I'm the the greatest in the room and all you guys (laughs) suck and you're here because I'm here. You got to, you got to get rid of that, especially as a salesperson, as a buyer, not so much as a, you know, maybe a senior leader and you have a whole team. Okay. Maybe that works. But in a sales situation, the fact of, you're you're there to try to get stuff out of somebody else, right? And and your huge personality may not work, right? So you have to learn how to humble yourself for a minute, check it at the door, and, and have a business conversation. That's tough, man. And and I will tell you, the more questions you ask, and I always tell everybody that I know that's a D, stick to the whys, right? Like, oh, why is that important to you? Mm-hmm. Like because you don't have a lot of the compassion to really dig into the why, but if you ask the question and they give you an answer, it shows just enough compassion and you'll get some good data out of it. Maybe you don't care truly, but you need the information. So don't be afraid to just ask, well, why is that important? Mm -hmm. Whether you give a shit or not about the compassion, like I don't want this big humble story of, or this big braggadocious story about how, you know, Oh, well we think we're the greatest and we want to be the greatest team on the earth. Cause that might be their answer. That's okay. You write down, they want to be the greatest people on earth, and how do I help them get there? Mm-hmm. So just kind of breaking that stuff down uh, when you're when you're talking personalities of the why, you're going to start seeing all this personality come out and who this person is, and you're going to know how to deal with them down the road. Yeah. Okay. Al, TMI? Well, along the same lines as, you know, what Clint just brought up, you know, know where your weaknesses are in these interview process or these, through this part of that cycle of, of determining the other side. And get the information you need. Don't, I mean, it, it's about them, not about you. So go gather yeah. that information and then use it appropriately. Okay. Short and sweet. Nanette, two uh, mess. So I think it's really important not to. The thing that listening to them, I was like, man, so often we go in and we just talk way too much. We just smother people. You know, find mutual benefit for each of you. Don't just go in there with, it's me, it's all about me, kind of to what Clinton was saying. Find something to benefit them as well. It's not just about you. Awesome. Um, so for the C's out there, uh, you got to understand that it's not about you, you know, and, and Al said that a, mo- a moment ago. Um, so it might not be comfortable, but you got to do it anyway, right? You got to know where this other person is. And then as a C, you're going to want to rely on facts and data and you think that that's going to get it done. And sometimes it will, but sometimes it won't. Right. So you've got to be able to give them what they need because it is like, you're not writing the check when you're, when you're the salesperson, they're writing the check. So if you can't give them what they need so that way they can write that check, you're going to fail. Right. So go in there with a little bit of humbleness, which is uncomfortable for a C, uh, figure out what they need. Right. Ask those probing questions. And I love why questions, right? Because, you know, you're going to get longer answers, right? And I'm not saying that you can only ask open-ended questions, but, you know, don't pretend that you know it at the surface level. Like, ask those questions because that builds a ton of rapport because you're taking the time to really understand what is going on in their world when when you're asking those whys and how questions, right? How is that important? Why is that important? Other salespeople aren't doing that. So it's not about you. Make it about them Mm -hmm. if you want to be successful. Um, Uh, Can I add one more nugget in here? Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, so one of the things too is that you might have to ask a uncomfortable question to a person. So don't think that you have to hundred percent fall into. If I'm talking to a C, I can only talk because 
to be honest with you, that C might need to hear some compassion and why you're doing what you need to do. So be careful of just one doing a one avenue approach of, well, I matched him perfectly, but this didn't work out. Well, maybe look, people make mistakes. He might've missed something. The S might've missed something. So be, be cautious of that. Well, and I'll, I'll add just a little bit to sure. that. Perceive a need. If you think they need more yeah. and yeah. you're in that, your perceptions there, then, then even if they're a C, give them, yeah. give them more compassion or give them something that maybe that's, you know, cause not all C's are built the yeah. same way. Not all D's are sure. built the same way. And, and C's might compile a, a whole list of data that he might've missed a nugget of data and you have that nugget that he needs for him to be successful. Right. So mm -hmm. in my business and construction, it's all the time. Well, did you think about doing it this way? Oh shoot. I never did. Well, now all my data changes. But if I just conformed to him, we'd have never got there. Right. Yeah. And the project would have failed ultimately. And that's being the consultant, yeah. honestly, right? Well, and if if I'm presenting some data to to John, who's a C, and I look at his face and he's looking all concerned, my next question should feel like something's concerning you here. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It's okay to get emotional with a guy that maybe isn't super emotional, particularly when you see that emotion on his face. Sure. Yeah, and maybe he's digesting it, and you're sensitive enough to pick up on it. Why not? Hey, John, uh, is there a problem here? You don't look like you're very happy with what yeah. you're looking at. Tell me a little bit about that. Looks like I stung you there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. However you present it, but recognize what's going on in that room and don't think that your facts just speak for themselves, even to a C. Absolutely. So let's leave it there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, I'm just saying, you know, we, we got to wrap up anyway. So you're in charge. Follow if, us on Insta, Twit, Face, <laughs> book, back. Everything is at Sales Throwdown, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, give us your questions, right? Because just because we haven't talked about it here doesn't mean that we haven't dealt with it in some way, shape or form. So if you're stuck on sure. something, please ask. We will talk about it here. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a review. We read everyone. And if you're not sure uh, who you uh, affiliate with the most and you want to take the assessment, reach out assessments at sales And I think that's it. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks. Nice.